Live around the globe, it's time for your RM World Travel Connection with Robert and Mary Carey and Rudy Maxa on the SSI Radio Network. at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Visit us online at rmworldtravel.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at rmworldtravel. And now, welcome to America's number one travel radio show. Welcome aboard. You are listening to America's top travel radio show. I'm Rudy Maxa, Robert and Mary Carrier. They're in their broadcasting studio near New York. I am in uh, the countryside of England for the first time in a long time at uh, a lovely uh, hotel called the Country House Lodge, and it is uh, right here in the middle of Mr. Darby country, and uh, all kinds of famous writers from here. There's sheep everywhere. It's just stunning. It's, it's, it's a picture postcard that could have been taken 20, 30, 50, 80 years ago. Uh, just happy to be here and happy to be living the country life at least for two nights. Robert and Mary, I, th- I think you're, you've been here before, haven't you? You're headed this way? We are headed that way in April, April. but but Mary, Mm -hmm. she's, you know, she's the Brit of our uh, trio. Yeah, so I have been to that area, but that was a long time ago. Well, it's the same as it was then. I guess it is. It's the same as it was a thousand years (laughs) ago, right? This village is a thousand years, literally a thousand years old that we're in. It's really beautiful, beautiful countryside. So what have we got coming up this hour, Mary? All right. Coming up in a few minutes in our personal connection segment, we'll head down to Embry-Riddle Aeronautical University in Florida to speak with Dr. Pat Anderson about the national pilot shortage crisis that's unfolding and address some new technologies going on that could help the situation. Show friend Captain Patrick Smith returns in segment three to talk about the 50th anniversary of the 747, and he'll also offer some thoughts on membership-only airport lounges. Jonah Flicker will share his findings for places to get the, some of the best uh, grilled cheese sandwiches across America later That's this your hour. Kind of thing. It is. I'm stumbling my way through that because it's making me hungry just <laughs> to look at that. We'll wrap today's live broadcast of RM World Travel with a travel check-in with the CDC in Atlanta to get an update on some travel tips during flu season, which is upon us as we speak. Yes, it certainly but is. But we do have a guest holding on the line. So, Robert? Uh, we do. Uh, folks, you know, right now, uh, between today, Saturday, October 6th, and next Sunday, October 14th, The International Balloon Fiesta is happening in Albuquerque. The event creates such a picturesque scene as more than 500 hot air balloons from over a dozen countries fill the area sky. And to give you a taste of what's transpiring there right now as we speak and why it is such a popular event, joining us on the show hotline is Ty Young, the president of the Albuquerque Fiesta. Hello, Ty. Thanks for joining Mary, Rudy, and me today. Hello there. My pleasure. Good to be with you. Well, good to have you here with us. I know you've got a lot going on right now. We'll get right into it. You know, as we speak right now, just after 11 a.m. Eastern Time, a little bit after 9 a.m. Mountain Time on October 6th, set the scene for us on exactly what's happening right now at the 47th Annual Albuquerque International Balloon Fiesta. Well, it is our kickoff day, and we had a full mass ascension today with nearly all of our 567 balloons, and a box wind effect was in play today so uh it really kept the balloons near the field there's still a few up even though it's warming up quickly and it has just been a perfect day for us wow that's good to hear ty i think one of the things that we all think about if whether we've been to the uh, fiesta or not we've seen these iconic photos of all of these balloons going up as you just described it and i think people you know they're familiar we're all familiar with the teardrop traditional shaped balloon but there are some other shapes as well correct (laughs) 
Correct. There are special shapes. We have 98 special shape balloons this year, including probably my favorite uh, new addition to Fiesta this year is, is a head of Van Gogh, and it's, uh, it's really a unique balloon. That's got to be interesting. Mm. Hey, Rudy. You, can, I, can I just ask you, yeah. what does the person who owns that balloon in the shape of the head of Van Gogh do with the balloon when he's not entering it in the Albuquerque mass <laughs> balloon party? They actually travel around the world and go to different balloon events. Uh, we're obviously the largest and uh, kind of the premier event in the in the world as far as the ballooning community goes. But they do travel around, and uh, I would say every two weeks or so they're flying somewhere. Well, that sounds expensive. Who's paying for that? Uh, yeah, particularly with that balloon, I don't know, but it's often a private uh, love affair. Sometimes there's a corporate sponsor involved, like we have Canon as our presenting sponsor, and their balloon team travels around the world year-round uh, yeah, promoting similar to air shows. And, and spreading goodwill. Right, similar uh, to air shows. All right, so Ty, listen, you know, I'm told you've been attending the balloon fiesta now for more than 45 years. Uh, and I've been suggesting, I said this last hour, I've been suggesting to Mary that we should bring the program out there at some point and broadcast live from a hot air balloon. But for people listening right now who might not be real keen on balloon flying, uh, what else can they do or see when they attend the event? Oh, gosh. Well, first, we'd love to have you broadcasting from out here, and, and I promise you you'd love to be here. Uh, there are day-long events every day. Uh, we have a music fiesta one day. That's next Saturday with Old Dominion headlighting that has the number one hit in the country right now. Uh, there's chainsaw carvings, which is a national competition. There are car shows. There's concession row with over 100 vendors that are open day round. We have evening night glows where the balloons are on the ground and they light up. We call them luminarias, a, like a big candle in the sky. And there's something uh, there's something to fill your time the entire time. Well, and last question really for you. So how many times have you traveled in a hot air balloon? Oh, uh, boy. If I had to guess, it'd be over 100. Over 100. All right. Yes. And your favorite thing about it? Uh, the tranquility and, and the smile everybody uh, seems to get immediately when you're around them with a balloon. Well, it, it, listen, it is a beautiful event. We really appreciate the check-in. Best wishes today and over the next eight days as well, Ty. Thanks for joining Mary, Rudy, and me. Again, my pleasure. Thank you. And, and listen, you know. Uh, Rudy, I was just going to give, give the website, and then I, I know you were saying something. But, folks, yeah, if you want to go check out, they've got a live camera of all these different things, balloonfiesta.com, balloonfiesta.com. So, Rudy, I'm sorry, what were you saying? Well, I just wondered how they keep the balloons from, like, if, when you're doing that many balloons going up at once, how they keep them from bumping into each other. I mean, it's yeah, not that's, like... I, I would, I'm curious about well, that something as well. For us, something for us to go check out. Yeah. All right, so I've I know, got a, oh, go ahead. I know you can go up and down depending, you know, by increasing the heat or decreasing yeah. it. But uh, Well, I, I know, know they, have pilot, they have pilot competitions um, based on accuracy, not speed. So I'm sure that they're, they're all, they've got uh, okay. some sort of plan in the air, I would think. I've got a different news story here that I'm just going to hit on because I thought it would be funny. And it's a different type of flying. So And maybe, Rudy, uh, maybe Rudy, this is why you got out of Dodge, if you will, and you're over in the U.K. But, folks, if you're headed to Minnesota anytime soon, it might be a good idea to plan on wearing goggles and a helmet. In the north of Minnesota, particularly around Duluth and Gilbert, many birds, including robins and cedar waxwings, they're flying into windshields right now, bumping into trees and buildings, and acting completely disoriented. And why? Well, the area police say that there's no need to worry. The birds are just a little drunk. I frankly have... I've never heard of this, but apparently it happens this every time, you know, this time of year. Uh, and it's a result of the birds eating berries that have fermented earlier than usual due to an early frost in Minnesota. So it seems that uh, many birds yeah. have not migrated have south you heard yet. Have heard that, Rudy? Uh, Rudy no. I, I, yeah. <laughs> you, 
I, I, I saw guess. a report yesterday from the University of Wisconsin uh, that actually said that this it usually happens in late winter, early spring, but if you go to Minnesota, be yeah. warned, the birds are acting a little wacky. Oh, so California has its fires and earthquakes. Minnesota's got drunk birds. Watch out, Rudy. Wear goggles and helmets. Folks, duck. appreciate you being here today with the Travel Trio. Up next, it's our personal connection segment. Dr. Pat Anderson from Embry-Real University will be here. We're going to talk about pilot shortages and emerging technologies that are coming to our skies. The show returns in three minutes. To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call 800-387-8025 or follow us on Facebook and Twitter at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. If you haven't tried out ButcherBox.com RM, do it today, as we're all loving this sponsor and what they deliver right to your door. All their meat is guaranteed to be humanely raised with no antibiotics or hormones ever. The beef is grass-fed. The chicken is free-range organic. The heritage-bred pork is sourced from pigs raised to keep their flavor. And prices are good, too, as you'll get a month's worth of delicious meat for less than 6 bucks a meal, plus free shipping, $20 off your first order, and a free pound of bacon when you sign up today at ButcherBox.com RM or RMWorldTravel.com. As your mechanic ever found something wrong with your car and surprise you're hit with a huge repair bill? If you're not covered by the manufacturer's warranty, you could pay thousands to fix it. We recommend extended vehicle protection from CarShield. CarShield provides free 24-7 roadside assistance and a free rental car while yours is being fixed by your favorite mechanic or dealer. Get covered by CarShield. Call 800-CAR-6100 and mention code RM or visit carshield.com and use code RM to save 10%. A deductible may apply or you may visit rmworldtravel.com and look for a link under sponsors. We've all tried a lot of pillows over the years at home, in hotels, on planes, while staying with family, friends, or wherever. If you're looking for an innovative pillow, MyPillow is it. You can adjust MyPillow's patented fill to your individual needs to help you get to sleep faster and stay there longer. MyPillows are made in the USA. They're backed with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. And you can even wash them and dry them. Right now, if you buy one MyPillow, you'll get a second for free. Just go to MyPillow.com and use promo code RM, or you can always visit rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. The right hire can have such an impact on your business. That's why you should post your job on LinkedIn. It intelligently targets candidates based on their skills, recommendations, even how open they are to new opportunities. Insights that are only on the linkedin.com slash RM network. Your post is matched to the best people for the job. And right now, if you visit linkedin.com slash RM, you'll get $50 off your first job post. That's linkedin.com slash RM. Terms and conditions apply. Or for more info, visit rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Got a question or comment? Need savvy travel advice? Connect with Robert, Mary, and Rudy anytime on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at RM World Travel. Now, back to RM World Travel. Thanks for staying with us through the break. It's nice to have you tuned in with us for our travel get-together today. Mary and Robert here with you again. Before we take you to the Eagle Flight Research Center at Embry-Riddle Aeronautical University for our personal connection segment, a brief word about the king of the superfruits, MightyMuscadine.com. This southern grape has more antioxidants than blueberries, cranberries, goji, and wine grapes, and it comes in convenient 10-ounce bottles that are easy to pack and easy to enjoy. It's great for breakfast on the go, your daily commute, a tasty treat at the office, or I think it's great for sending your kids off to school with each day. You know, in addition to the delicious, all-natural, 100% muscadine grape juice, they also offer a full line of clinically tested products, including a daily supplement to support heart health and reduce inflammation, and healthy energy shots with extracts from the 
muscadine grape infused with green coffee. All products ship for free direct to your door when you order at MightyMuscadine.com or RMWorldTravel.com under sponsors. For our personal connection episode today, we're refocusing attention to the real shortage of commercial airline pilots out there and examining ways this major void might be reduced. Embry-Riddle Aeronautical University is widely recognized as one of the best aviation and aerospace universities in the United States. Not only do they train thousands of pilots to go on to have careers in aviation, they're also a leader in cutting-edge aviation research and innovation. To add his voice to our conversation about the future of aviation, joining us is Dr. Pat Anderson, the director of Embry-Riddle Eagle Flight Research Center. Welcome to the show, Pat. Nice to connect with you today. Thanks for having me. Well, appreciate it. Uh, all right, listen, we've got a lot we want to try and cover with you, so I'm going to get right into this. And I guess, really, depending on who or what you want to believe, most of the sources out there that we've seen, they're all projecting commercial airline pilot shortages somewhere between 2,500 and 5,000 as soon as 2020, so, you know, a year and change. We already have major shortages that we're seeing impacting most heavily the regional airlines. An example is Great Lakes Airlines that shut down completely earlier this year. So what are you seeing and hearing out there, Pat, and do you agree with us that this is a serious issue that's going to impact all of us who fly in some way? Well, it is a very serious issue because we're going to need a lot more pilots. The, uh, the pilot population is aging. Uh, we have a significant wave of retirements coming up, which is making this pilot shortage. And we also see that the uh, number of new pilots has dropped off. Some of that has been because the, uh, the airlines in previous years have uh, been in a little bit of a lull and people didn't want to go into the, that area in that situation. And those two things overlapping have made a significant shortage in the uh, beginning of the pipeline of putting pilots through as commercial airline pilots. And another thing that we want to hit on, uh, another top reason for the commercial airline pilot shortage is the FAA changed back, I think it was in 2013, their rules to require a minimum of 1,500 hours of flight time to co-pilot a commercial flight. It's been a controversial rule and resulted, really, if, if I think about it, in about a six-fold increase from past requirements. So there are some exceptions, obviously. I, I know military pilots uh, only need 750 hours. There's some others. How do you feel about the 1,500-hour rule? And what do you think about some of the chatter that's out there that they may be looking to make some adjustments? Well, it's a, it's a very interesting controversial rule, as you said. Um, one of the things that it impacts all over the country is the fact that airline pilots can't go direct from their 250-hour pilot rating uh, into an airliner, and, and that has some good effects and some bad effects, as it turns out. It, it might be better from the uh, safety standpoint, uh, although we're still working on the data. Uh, we try and be data-driven about those kind of decisions uh, and looking at how that impacts the safety on an airline. The good impact that it has right now is that those folks that have to go from 250 hours up to the requirement for the airlines uh, are going to end up being flight instructors. And if you think we have a shortage of airline pilots, we even have a uh, more difficult problem with a shortage of the pilot instructors. And so that population would probably be significantly smaller if this 1,500-hour rule wouldn't be uh, there. Uh, and people were jumping direct to the airline. So it's sort of a double-edged sword there. Interesting. Mm, all right. Um, Pat, I'd like to talk about Embry-Riddle. Clearly, college leader in aeronautics and, and aviation. I can certainly think of some others. I do think of Purdue that comes to mind. But Embry-Riddle, clearly a high standard. Is your university expanding to allow more students into the school? And are you seeing a noticeable increase in enrollment of students that are looking to become pilots? 
Yeah, so we've been lucky. We've uh, had increased enrollments for quite a while. Uh, those have been small but noticeable increases. This year we have a, a very large upswing in the uh, number of aeronautical science students, which are our pilot track uh, students, and we also see that in engineering for aircraft, so aerospace engineering and the other engineering associated with the whole aerospace community of building up the infrastructure for right. uh, airports and airlines. So all sectors of the field, that's good news. All right, I'd like to get your thoughts on technology and the use of technology and whether it's attracting um, you know, new students as well to help with the shortages. Robert and I actually have a son and he's at a tech university up in New York State. And whenever we're on campus or even talking to him, he's always so excited and engaged with what that school is doing with the technology. And it's really impressive. It and is I would, impressive. It is, and I would think it's a good time to be involved in this field and, and be getting into aviation. So what are you guys doing at Embry-Riddle to connect with your students and, and attract future pilots and, as you said, um, engineers as well in aeronautics? Well, I got to tell you, it's a really exciting time. And when I go in and teach uh, classes, uh, I'm sort of a little envious that I'm not sitting in the seats instead yeah. of uh, being up at the board because uh, the new technology is going to bring about changes to, to aviation uh, that are akin to some of the movies we've seen, like Avatar and The mm -hmm. Avengers. Uh, some of these vehicles that don't look like the classical airplanes are going to uh, come out because of advances in technology. So it's, it's a really vibrant uh, area of design in new airplanes. And I think the first one you're going to see is this urban air mobility, which is the idea that we can take uh, what are essentially very quiet, uh, redundant, automated helicopters and use those to replace uh, taxis and Uber-like missions right. are being able to fly in urban areas. Wow. Yeah, I've seen some of yeah. that out there. All right, so uh, let, let's uh, unpack that a little bit more here because back in May, Bonnie Simi, the president of JetBlue Ventures, she's an active pilot herself. She was on the program with us, and we talked a little bit about one of the companies that they're supporting, Zunum Aero, which essentially is developing regional electric aircraft. So with what you just said and combined with what Zunum Aero is doing, how far along is this technology, Pat? You know, in a world where Tesla and electric cars are now navigating our streets, you know, will it be that long before we're seeing electric and autonomous planes flying our skies? Well, we're at the beginning of it, but a lot of factors are, are racing this to an endpoint very quickly, much more quickly than I've ever seen uh, in our industry. So uh, the Zunum type thing is a, uh, an airliner. It's what we call a thin-hull electric airplane. Uh, and that promises to bring down direct operating costs and CO2 emissions. Uh, and then the other side of that is these light little helicopters. And what ties both of these together is we're pulling in the uh, stuff that we've learned from the automotive industry in hybrids and electrified propulsion and using that in airplanes to do sort of the same things. We're, we're reducing the cost and emissions, uh, but we're also doing it to make uh, missions that we couldn't do before. So these uh, little helicopters that might have a whole bunch of little rotors. We, we couldn't have gas engines that would do that. So electrified propulsion in many different ways is uh, allowing this really large expansion uh, into new fields of aviation. I find this fascinating. So I would think that reducing emissions is one of, one of the items, but what are some other overriding implications that some of this electric and autonomous technology is going to have, I guess in aviation, but also for all of us here on the ground? Well, it's kind of funny. Um, the FAA uh, has been classically 
conservative in the certification of autonomous flight controls. And when you move to electrified propulsion, that has to be baked into that pie already. So it's a little bit of a Trojan horse mm. towards moving forward uh, the automation of airplanes. And I'm talking, you know, relatively sophisticated automation because uh, most airlines right now have the capability of flying from as soon as they take off to when they land by themselves. So we're talking about automation as a point of the airplanes making decisions on routing and stuff like that right. uh, by themselves. And that was brought on by electrified propulsion as well. I, I love the technology. I yeah. mean, it's exciting. You can hear the personal connection that you have to aviation. Yeah, you're passionate about it. Mm -hmm. And I thought really it was interesting your comment about wishing that you were in the seats versus at the front at the board. But Pat, listen, really nice to connect with you today. We thank you very much for sharing your insights and thoughts. We look forward to staying in touch with you and having you back in the future because this clearly is going to continue to unfold and probably a little more rapidly than most of us think. Very exciting time. Thanks for having me. Thank, Thank you, Pat. Bye. Take care. All right, Mary, there is our overview on the pilot shortage situation and also just the technology, which Urban is Urban air it, it mobility. Is Pretty exciting. It is. Yeah. yeah it would be wow. interesting to see. Exciting I'd like times. to see you in one of those little helicopters. Uh. I think I, 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 for some reason, that appeals to me more. I don't know why. Okay. How we'll high see. do they fly? Folks, right now we're going to take a quick break for a few commercial messages from our sponsors. Remember, you can connect with us on our social media at RM World Travel. You can do it through the website as well. We hope you're going to stay right where you are as there's still a lot more ahead, and we're going to get right to it after these messages. To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call 800-387-8025 or follow us on Facebook and Twitter at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. AMA Waterways is taking river cruising to a whole new level with its new mega ship, the AMA Magna. Set to debut in 2019, this ship is 72 feet wide, double the size of existing river cruise ships. This means more personal space without sacrificing the intimate experiences we enjoy as it will carry less than 200 passengers. There will be multiple restaurants, alfresco dining, and wine bar to go along with a pool, health and wellness studio, complimentary bikes, and more. Be the first to cruise the Danube on the AMA Magna. Go to amawaterways.com for reservations or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. No matter what you do in the bathroom to get ready, Dollar Shave Club slash RM has everything you need to look, feel, and smell your best. They have amazing shower stuff, hair styling products, toothbrushes, and of course, razors and shave supplies. And right now, you can get any one of their starter sets for just $5. After your starter set, products ship at regular price. And be sure to check out their new video, too. Now, to take advantage of this offer, go to dollarshaveclub.com slash RM. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash RM, or visit rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. To connect with the program, call 800-387-8025 or visit the show online at rmworldtravel.com. Welcome back to your RM World Travel Connection. Welcome back to the show. This segment of the program is sponsored by TheraBreath. We all deal with the uncomfortable reality of bad breath from time to time. But rather than just accepting it as being okay, you can now have the confidence and the freshest breath possible with TheraBreath Premium Oral Care Products, which are available almost everywhere. And if dry mouth's a problem for you, they also have you covered here, too. Everyone gets dry mouth as medicines cause it. Loads of talking, snoring, coffee, the list goes on and on. And dry mouth can take a toll on your teeth and on your health. But you can fight dry symptoms easily with TheraBreath Dry Mouth Lozenges 
and new oral rinse. Since 1994, no one's helped more people fight bad breath or dry mouth than TheraBreath. Over 6 million people in more than 100 countries have used their clinically proven TheraBreath formulas, so it's time for them to help you as well. You can find TheraBreath products at well over 100 different retailers across the nation by going to therabreath.com or you can find more info at and a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. If you're a regular listener to this show, and I certainly hope you are, you know Patrick Smith. He's been a regular guest for years now. He's a pilot who flies for a major U.S. airline, curator of the popular website called askthepilot.com. Great reading. And the second updated edition of his book called Cockpit Confidential has just been published. If you're fascinated by commercial aviation and inside information, well, Cockpit Confidential is for you. You can find find, uh, it to order at askthepilot.com. Patrick, welcome to the show. Hi, Rudy. It's good to be back. Thank you. Nice to have you here. I know you want. we want to talk about two topics, but the first thing you want to mark this week being, well, actually, actually I guess it was uh, Tuesday of this week, the 50th anniversary of the birth of the Boeing 747. That's right. Uh, September 30th was the 50th anniversary of the rollout of uh, the 747, which to this day, if you ask me and, and many other people, is... Uh, the most important and most influential jetliner in in history. Uh, I didn't it, know. It introduced, I didn't know it introduced the economies have... of, of scale and 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 th- that allowed for the first time large numbers of people to travel long distances at affordable fares. More than any other plane, it changed the entire face of air travel. I didn't know that it was the first, uh, you know, airplane with two aisles. I knew, of course, it was a double-decker with that bulbous front nose, but I didn't know it was the first with two aisles. It was. It was the first uh, wide-body jet. And, and what's absolutely remarkable is it went from a literal drawing on the back of a napkin to an actual flying airplane in just a little bit over two years. That's and incredible. It was I... more than it was more than double the size of any existing plane, and they built it from scratch in just a little over 24 months. Uh, and even nowadays, it takes five years just to design the variants of an existing plane. I mean, that was just incredible, considering the the, the era and when it when it happened, the 1960s, the late 60s. And considering what I know from having read your column on this this week. It was twice the size of any existing passenger airplane at the time, which is extraordinary to be able to build it in two years, too. Truly, and, and it's it's a beautiful plane. It was and is a beautiful plane. I mean, so much more elegant than, than the A380, which is the plane that superseded it, finally, in, in terms of size. It's, uh, you know, I call it the Empire State Building of airplanes. It's not the biggest anymore. It's not the flashiest, but it's still the most elegant and, and the classiest. All right. I know another thing that's been on your mind is the overcrowding of airport lounges. We're talking about the ones where you have to be a member or have a credit card that allows you in a particular airline's lounge. And I've got to say, I agree with you. I mean, airport lounges don't seem necessarily quiet hideaways anymore, are they? Yeah, and I don't understand why more travelers aren't concerned about this, why it isn't more of a point of controversy, or maybe it is, and I just haven't picked up on it, but, you know, maybe I sound snooty, but I always thought of the the first or the business class lounge as a place of some exclusivity of, of luxury or even uh, even extravagance to some level, and yet you go into the lounges today, and they're kind of a cross between a cafeteria and a daycare center. Um, <laughs> they're very crowded, in, in part because it's so easy to get in now if you have this credit card and then and, and this level, you you can come in and you can bring, in some cases, unlimited guests. I mean, it's crazy. The in, in some lounges, I've actually seen people standing 
uh, eating food out of plates while they stand in a corner because there are no seats. And on top of that, you've got an issue with children being brought in who often are very unruly, babies screaming, kids running. I was in in a lounge in Amsterdam recently, and there were kids running barefoot, throwing themselves over the furniture. I mean, this is supposed to be the premium class lounge, uh, the the executive lounge, we used to call it, right? Yeah. Have you heard anything in, in, in hanging around airports, as you do, and being in the airline business, whether airline companies are concerned about this? I know they're trying to you know, up their food offerings and so on, but are they talking about building bigger ones? Well, what can be done? I mean, short of building all new and, and much bigger lounges, which in a lot of cases is a non-starter, I mean, really... The only way to deal with it is to restrict the the passengers who can enter. Maybe uh, you know have it have lounges be only for first and business class passengers. Period. Or if you're going to let people in through third party perks, uh, you know Amex and whatnot, um, let that be the case only when the lounge is at a certain capacity or less, um, cool. and maybe limit the number of guests that people can bring in. But it's it's kind of out of control at this point, and something needs to be done. In the last 15 seconds we have left, you want to uh, anger parents everywhere by saying one of your wishes is that kids under a certain age wouldn't be allowed in? <laughs> well, you know, ultimately it's not about kids. It's about bad parenting. I hate to say it. And you know, this is a topic we can talk about separately all day if we wanted to. You can read Patrick's writing at AskThePilot.com. His new book or the new version of his book is Cockpit Confidential. Patrick, thanks for stopping by. Anytime. Thank you, Rudy. RM World Travel phone lines are open 24-7 at 800-387-8025. And so is the website at rmworldtravel.com. Stay tuned. We're back after these messages. Simply Safe is home or small business security that finally gets it right. They started 10 years ago with a mission to fix the industry. They cut out contracts, middlemen, and pushy sales guys. They made their system easy to set up with no hard wiring or tools. And you get professionally monitored 24-7 protection for just $15 a month. Simply Safe protects more than 2 million people. So visit simplysafe.com slash travel today to order your system with a 60-day risk-free trial. Simplysafe.com slash travel or visit armworldtravel.com under sponsors. Do you know the the majority of bottled waters contain additives, minerals, and other solvents. Some even contain traces of arsenic. Well, Le Bleu Premium Ultra Water is actually just water. 11% hydrogen and 89% oxygen and nothing else. In fact, it's the only water that meets the definition of water. And Le Bleu's distillation and oxygenation process, it kills and removes all viruses and bacteria. Drink Le Bleu and you'll know it's the best of the best because it's the perfect liquid for your body. Find it at top grocers nationwide at lebleu.com or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Unisom presents a bedtime story. A lot of people ask me, Hey Einstein, how do you get all those ideas? My formula is simple. Get a good night's sleep. Because sleep equals dreams. And dreams are where the magic happens. With Unisom sleep tabs, you get to your dreams faster. Because you'll fall asleep 33% faster. So good night, sleep tight, and keep your dreams alive with Unisom. Versus placebo in a clinical study. Use as directed. Save more with Liberty Mutual Insurance. Hey, Todd, Liberty Mutual just saved me $782. $782. Liberty did what? Yeah, it's a lot of money. Maybe I should switch to Liberty Mutual. Visit us online to... Hey, stop echoing. Sorry. Visit us online to get a quote and you could save $782. Liberty Mutual Insurance. Based on a recent countrywide new customer survey, coverage is underwritten by Liberty Mutual Insurance Company, Equal Housing Insurer. 
Gary, why aren't you outside enjoying the party? Uh, hey, Michelle, it's this heartburn. When it hits, it really hits hard. Oh, I'm sorry. That's it. I've had it. I'm going to kick acid with Rolaids. Rolaids Advanced goes to work instantly for powerful relief of your worst heartburn, bloating, and gas. Wow, you're packed fast. Yeah, I feel much better. Now this is a party. Kick acid and gas with Rolaids Advanced. Has your mechanic ever found something wrong with your car and surprise you're hit with a huge repair bill? If you're not covered by the manufacturer's warranty, you could pay thousands to fix it. We recommend extended vehicle protection from CarShield. CarShield provides free 24-7 roadside assistance and a free rental car while yours is being fixed by your favorite mechanic or dealer. Get covered by CarShield. Call 800-CAR-6100 and mention code RM or visit carshield.com and use code RM to save 10%. A deductible may apply or you may visit rmworldtravel.com and look for a link under sponsors. Get out the map, get out the map, and lay your finger anywhere down. To participate in the program, call anytime, 800-387-8025, or log on to rmworldtravel.com. Once again, this is your RM World Travel Connection. Indeed it is. And when you get out your map and put your finger down to go somewhere, how many of you out there are looking for a good grilled cheese sandwich? Well, I know my wife I probably am. is. <laughs> That's right. And in a moment, we're going to share some of the hot spots where you can get one. But first, a quick word about MyPillow.com. These terrific pillows that we're all enjoying. We particularly like the red version. You have to ask for that one. And they come with a 60-day money-back guarantee with a 10-year warranty. And right now, when you go to MyPillow.com and use promo code RM, you'll receive the show special of buy one, get one free. And I should also mention you'll find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. All right, so now let's head to the phones and connect with Jonah Flicker, who's written for USA Today on the top places for a grilled cheese sandwich in all 50 states. Nice to talk to you, Jonah, and meet you electronically. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Nice to, nice to meet you guys. Well, we appreciate yeah. it. So my wife is the big grilled cheese fan in our marriage. Is this something <laughs> that'll get you out there to travel for as well? Definitely. I mean, I, I have two little kids, so I'm making grilled cheese at home a lot, and I'm always kind of out there looking for interesting versions of grilled cheese to, uh, you know, maybe add some different ingredients to expand their palate, to expand my palate. Yeah. I love grilled cheese. So. Same. All right, we get along great. So, Jonah, the grilled <laughs> cheese, popular sandwich. In theory, super easy to make if it's a simple, basic sandwich, a couple of slices of cheese slapped together between two slices of bread. But, as you point out in your article, in recent years, it's sort of been elevated to a whole other level by a lot of restaurants and the article 50 places in all 50 states they have unique twists on this american sandwich so let's start with where robert and i live here in the northeast uh we know you're in the new york area as well what did you find in the northeast uh what stood out to me was uh this place called the high roller lobster company in portland maine and Mm -hmm. uh obviously it's from the name they they use lobster in their grilled cheese not not your uh, the, the combination that immediately jumps to mind, lobster and cheese, but this just sounded amazing and really uh, kind of indicative of the, you know, a representative of the, of the food that you're going to find in, in Portland, Maine. Regionally, so yeah. Basically, yeah, so it's lobster and uh, Jarlsberg and uh, cheddar cheese on an English muffin. All right, that sounds good. All right, so now let's head to New Orleans. This one looked delicious to me. I've been to New Orleans. Yeah. I have not been to this place. I love the twist on the name, the Big Cheesy. Tell us what that was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, you know, New Orleans is famous for some great sandwiches. Uh, right. But, but Big Cheesy, you're going to find it's a triple decker sandwich. It's got gouda, mozzarella, cheddar, pepper jack, Monterey jack, parmesan, and it's served on a sweet 
Hawaiian bread. And uh, but there's also options at this place where you can find alligator or crawfish to add to your grilled cheese as well. So again, very representative of the wow. city of food there. Yeah. I- interesting on that. All right. So a few weeks ago, Mary and I we did a destination spotlight on Albuquerque with Tanya Armenta. And earlier this hour, we spoke with Ty Young regarding the International Balloon Festival happening out there in Albuquerque right now. So we may have to check back with Tanya and Ty. That's why I mentioned it. <laughs> but let's talk about the best place in the Southwest for grilled cheese. What's the restaurant and what makes it so different? So it's actually a food truck. It's called Cheesy Street, another good play on the grilled cheese name. And, um, of course, you're going to find green chilies in this because it's Albuquerque. Uh, So this is uh, turkey, sliced tomato, uh, cheddar jack blend, and hot New Mexico green chilies. Uh, again, I, I, love, I love these examples of these cities, uh, you know, of grilled cheese that really just show the, the flavor and character of the city and the region. Mm-hmm. So. Interesting. All right, so we're going to go rapid fire with these next two right now. Uh, best place on the West Coast, Jonah? Uh, that's got to be Badmash in Los Angeles. It's actually an Indian restaurant, and it has a Bombay grilled cheese with chilies, onions, and cilantro. No, that's different. Oh my goodness, okay. that's different. All right, and best place in the Middle Atlantic region to get a grilled cheese? Uh, there's a place in Maryland, just outside of Baltimore. It's called Ravage Deli, and uh, Maryland, what do you think? Crab. It's a crab grilled cheese, and it's got Old Bay aioli and uh, crab meat in it. Well, I would like that. Oh, you would love that. Yeah, that's I would like that. I can like, see that. Because you like the crab. Um, all right, so these are all fantastic unique twists on the sandwich. We're going to put a link to your article on social media. Real quick, before we run out of time, was there a place that you found in the U.S. that just does a great job with a good old-fashioned simple grilled cheese? Yeah, there's actually a place here in New York City in Brooklyn. It's called Norman's Kill, and uh, it's actually an amazing whiskey bar. They have over 400 kinds of whiskey, and the grilled cheese, cheese here is just a combination of fromage blanc, gruyere, New York sharp cheddar, and Havarti. It's simple, it's got some interesting cheese, and it pairs really well with a nice uh, dram of cheese. All right, well, listen, right. Jonah, listen, you know, I, I know there's a few <laughs> others that we didn't get. We'll put them on social media, yeah. but thank you for giving Mary certainly a new list of places to go visit and everybody <laughs> else listening. We appreciate your time today, okay? Thanks for talking with me. Take care, Jonah. Thank you. Take care. All right. There goes Jonah. Uh, your, has your preferences for grilled cheese changed at all after hearing that, Mary? Well, you know what? Listen, the crab one sounds great. So does the lobster one. But there is a place in Ohio, the Melt Bar and Grilled, I think it is. They've got like at least 10 locations. They sounded really Well, in the Midwest and dairy. So yeah. that, that's a good They've thing, got too. got some interesting so. combos. Right. Folks, listen, as we get ready to take a quick break, there's still one more segment to go today. So don't go anywhere. And up next, we'll head to Atlanta for a check-in with the CDC. Stay with us. To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call 800-387-8025 or follow us on Facebook and Twitter at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call anytime, 800-387-8025, or connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at RM World Travel. Now, back to America's number one travel radio show. Well, it's been a lively two hours of travel talk. Mary and I appreciate you staying tuned in through the break for the remaining few minutes of this week's broadcast. And for this portion of the program, we're sponsored by another new sponsor and a social media platform we use regularly, LinkedIn.com slash RM. 
We use it all the time. The right hire can really make an impact on your business. And these days, you can try to post to job boards and hope you'll find the right person for your job. But if you think about it, how often do you check job boards? Nine out of 10 LinkedIn members are open to new opportunities, and most are not visiting job boards. Why take chances when you can post your job to a place where qualified people go every day and 70% of the U.S. workforce is already there? Reach your next hire on LinkedIn as their job section intelligently targets potential candidates based on insights from their behavior and includes profile data you can't find on a resume. That's why a new hire is made every 10 seconds on the site as it's the best way to find the person who will help you grow your business. Go to linkedin.com rm. You'll get $50 off your first job post. There's also a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. With flu season beginning this month and as we move towards peak holiday travel periods, we thought it was time for a quick check-in with our friends at the CDC. Dr. Gary Brunette is branch chief of the Travelers Health Branch under the Division of Global Migration and Quarantine with the CDC and he's joining us now from Atlanta. Hello, Gary. Well, with a title like that, clearly you're exactly the person we want to talk to on the topic of travel and potential illness. So how are you today? Very well. Well, I certainly hope I am, and it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you very much. Well, we appreciate that. All right. So last month, there was at least one flight where some passengers complained of sore throats and other flu-like symptoms, and the CDC was asked to investigate. So I'm going to start off with traveling and the flu. Since October is the official start of the flu season, what are some top tips you recommend for travel during this time of year? Well, that's a good subject to start with because we really are getting into the flu season now. And I think it's really important that people are up to date with, with a flu shot. I think it's the most important thing that you can do to prevent um, flu. There's a first line of defense. And so we would encourage anyone uh, to, to get a vaccination. Okay, Gary, I have a question. I picked up a friend from Newark Airport in New Jersey just a few days ago. It was this week. And while I was waiting for her, I saw several travelers coming off of flights with those paper face masks. And I'm curious, I know there was a potential measles warning issued actually at Newark a few weeks ago. If travelers are concerned about avoiding airborne germs, do those paper face masks actually help? Well, it's actually debatable whether whether they're effective or not. I think some people just feel more reassured using them. Right. Um, although people are concerned about getting illnesses or catching uh, a bug on, a, on an airplane, it's a relatively um, harmless environment, although it certainly is possible. Mm-hmm. Um, what we would tell people is if they are ill, they certainly shouldn't be traveling. We, we advise people not only for their own sake, but for fellow travelers uh, to avoid travel if they are ill. Mm-hmm. And if they are ill and they have to travel, maybe they should be wearing the face mask. Yeah, please, please, people. <laughs> um, all right. So, exactly. yeah. So I, there's a lot of confusion about Zika. It's almost like sometimes when it's really in the media, then everyone thinks it's all over the place. And now it's really not in the media. But, you know, it's still around. Right. So can you give us the latest update on Zika? Is it active anywhere? Yeah. So early on in the year and, and last year, we had a lot of reports in the media about Zika, especially when it first was introduced to the Western Hemisphere. But we haven't been hearing as much about it uh, recently. But you make an important point because Zika is still very much present. It is still present in a lot of the destinations that people travel to for the holidays. And people need to be aware uh, of the risks associated with Zika. So for the average person, it's not really a concern, Mm -hmm. but certainly, as we know, 
there are complications and, and health risks associated with pregnant yeah. women getting this disease. Right. Good information okay. there, certainly. All right, so I'm going to ask you this. Five months ago, our oldest son traveled to Ghana with a college friend, and we knew certain vaccines would be required, but we didn't know what was the time frame for getting them, and there was one in particular that I can think of for yellow fever that he had to get before he could actually get his visa. So can you address the importance of meeting with a travel medical advisor, and how far in advance do you recommend personally doing this before a trip? Yeah, I think it's an essential step to take before traveling overseas and really to any destination. We suggest seeing a provider about four to six weeks ahead of time, and that's important because some vaccinations need more than one shot, and so you want to be sure that you have time to get all the vaccinations that you might need. Um, one point to remember with vaccines is that it's, this is a good opportunity to make sure you're up to date with your routine vaccines. Those are your routine childhood vaccines. And then we add to that uh, the yearly flu vaccine. And then, as you mentioned, there are destination-specific uh, vaccines that might be required. And certainly in Africa, yellow fever is, is one of those. Yeah, that was one. But if you, yeah. if you see a provider well ahead of time, you should be able to be set up with all your vaccinations. Well, all right, Gary, listen, we do appreciate the check-in. Good information uh, and helpful information for the audience out there. You have a nice rest of the day, okay? Yes, you too. Thanks for having me. Thank you. All right, always good information from the CDC folks. And if you want, they've got a great website. Just go to cdc.gov travel, cdc.gov travel. And that's going to wrap things for this week. Please connect with us anytime on Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook at RM World Travel. Special thanks to all of our guests who appeared on the show today with Mary, Rudy, and me. Thanks to our show team, our network affiliates and sponsors. And thanks to all of you out there who help make what we do America's number one travel radio show. Wherever you may be headed this week, safe travels and enjoy. Happy Columbus Day weekend. You've been listening to your RM World Travel Connection, America's number one travel radio show on the SSI Radio Network.